ready for a new episode of KP Talks Dollars and Cents. Learn financial literacy and get real-time updates on all things housing, finance, and real estate with your host, Kevin Perenio. As an owner and C-level executive for 20-plus years in finance, KP is here to serve you with all of his knowledge and experience. Whether you're a broker, realtor, or just interested in the economy, this is the podcast for you. So let's get started. Here's your host, Kevin Perenio. Live from Belize. We are at our president's cabinet here. Get you a little look here at the Alea Resort. It's pretty new. It's about two years old. Pretty much the whole thing's ours. It's pretty sweet. They're about to whip out the dancers. I'm sure y'all remember a couple years ago when we had the, the dancers out in, uh, in Cancun. Hopefully, my audio is a little better over here. I'll try and give you all a little update. <clears throat> Maybe even go to the beach. Um, so this is our president's cabinet. This is our award trip. It's, um, you know, last year was not the greatest year. And, uh, you know, and, and there were less people to qualify than, of course, 21, which was like an epic year. So we said epic. And our CEO said, you know, we're not going to let that ruin our party. And um, we have a really big group here. It's our second biggest president's cabinet ever. And... Uh, we found this nice all-inclusive resort here in Belize, which has a really cool uh, uh, reef system out here, one of the three biggest in the world. So my partner, Gary Malice, who works here, he just invited me at 7.30 on Thursday onto his scuba boat. So that's going to be tough. Anyway, all right, enough about me. Let's get to the markets. So we had a jobs report on Friday. The Bureau of Labor Statistics BLS report came out Friday. Uh, that is the April jobs report. And it was it was interesting. It was uh, like 253,000 jobs created, so a lot of jobs created, more than expected. Um, and then there was 149,000 jobs revised revised down from prior months. So it was a little big spag, right? So everything just kind of stayed the same. But what's interesting is the unemployment rate went down again to I think 3.3%. It's like the lowest since 1969. Now, I know it's getting dark here. I want you to hopefully can see the beach. I want to give you some some ocean and beach breeze here. It's, it might be a little too windy for the audio. So bear with me for like a second. Give you a little... Hopefully you can hear the ocean. So Ambergris K is like a key. It's like a little island. Uh, when you come to Belize, you fly into Belize City, and then you take either a water taxi or what we did, we took little puddle hopper flights to Mayan Air or Tropic Air, and um, and you you bounce around from a couple of different islands. They have K, Calker, and then Ambergris K. So we're on Ambergris K. Anyway, the diving here is like insane. So um, all right, let me get let me get dial back in, give you some more some more stuff. So wage growth went up a little higher than expected. So we had. Um, 
you know, we still have that wage price spiral that the Fed thinks they have to fight. The data point that came in for them was not good on that fight. Uh, and there are a lot of jobs created. So, you know, what, what it makes them think is like, okay, this coming Wednesday, we have the consumer price index report, okay? And about 38.5% of that is housing-related costs. And um, there's a big number from April of 22 being removed with this year's April of 23 data. And that CPI report, um, the headline number should come down, as should the core. But the question is going to be, okay, once it get, it keeps coming down to a certain level, but if it sticks, where does it stick? How high is that? Does that mean the Fed needs to stay this much above it? Is the Fed going to wait for something to break and then cut? Are they going to stay higher for longer like they said? That's what I think they're going to do. I think they feel like they need to stay higher for longer even if inflation comes down. So we get a big data point coming out Wednesday, and I believe the producer price index, which are input costs going into creating things, goods, um, you know, that comes out on Thursday. So a lot of inflation data coming out this week. Hopefully no more banks get broken this week, although the Fed seems to think that's no big deal, that it's just orderly orderly wind downs and transfers of assets. And so um, that was something I want to talk about. You know, <clears throat> the the, the, the Federal Deposit Insurance uh, Corporation, FDIC, they backstop everybody's um, deposits in a bank account that is a federally chartered banking institution, okay? So before 2008 in the Great Recession, uh, that number was only 100,000. And there was actual little literal fear of runs on all banks by just normal people with money over 100,000 pulling their money out and causing like massive, massive runs. We've had a few major bank uh, failures, but they've been pretty orderly. Um, the Fed and Treasury and FDIC have come out and said, we're going to backstop and say all these deposits are safe and secure, so you don't need to go run away anymore, and we're gonna give this bank to Chase, or we're gonna you know, move this bank to so-and-so. So, um, but, but why don't they just, you know, and that's for deposits under 250 are insured, but people are moving over 250. So why don't they just come out and say, it's all good. They're all backstop. You can see we're going to backstop everything. All deposits are backstop. I don't think they want to. And I don't know um, if that if they think that that would create more fear if they came out and said that. So um, I, I'm not sure why they have to wait for banks to get run on to then go spend our tax money for all this insurance and insuring these deposits and these wind downs. You know, um, it costs the FDIC, um, I mean, tens of billions of dollars. I mean, they're over $100 billion spent of our money that comes out of our checking account fees to backstop all these bank failures, and there might be more. So I don't know why they won't just come out and say, we'll, we'll backstop everything, all deposits, all amounts, we don't care. I don't know why they won't do that. I don't know, maybe, maybe someone smart on this thread knows more than I will that even the thought of it is too expensive. I, I, I mean, obviously, we don't want more runs on banks, but I can't see how that would hurt. But anyway, uh, so we're going to watch the inflation data. We're going to, you know, watch and see what banks fail this week, see if anything else goes down. And uh, we're going to go enjoy uh, a little cocktail, PRMT Belize. It's our, it's our swag. Cheers.
Do y'all want to see the flutist a little more? It's KP coming to you live from Belize one last time. So this resort is, they just celebrated their two-year anniversary. It's called Alea, A-L-A-I-A. And this is the deck. This is uh, their restaurant out on the water. And this is our farewell dinner. So this is the last official night. We have some people staying until, gosh, even Sunday. Um, I got to get home because I have four children. Um, anyway, we went to the secret beach for those that were recommending it today. So that was pretty cool. And uh, we had a nice excursion. We drove golf carts. You get golf carts with this resort. And it was, it was pretty awesome. Went scuba diving. Anyway, enough about us and this party and celebrating our 40 or more people that are here. Anyway, um, okay, PPI came out today. That is the producer price index. That is the cost of inputs going in to make goods. And that number's down. That number's down. I think it's like 2.3%, something like that. That's a low number. It's kind of around that 2% uh, inflation target that the Fed has. But... Um, that's for making goods, okay? So we don't have a problem anymore in America with goods inflation. If you listen to Jerome Powell, what he says is we have non-housing services inflation remains elevated. So they're going to keep rates higher for longer. Services, leisure, hospitality, shit like this. Although that's not America. But anyway, Americans are spending money on services. So going out, experiences, whatever, whatever, whatever. And... Credit card balances are getting maxed. Savings are getting strapped. So <clears throat> will it run out this fall? Will it run out in Q4 when they got to break the bank and spend money for holiday season and goods? Uh, and it will finally catch up to them. Jobless claims came out uh, today. The weekly jobless claims was like uh, 260-something thousand, I believe. That's a high number. The continuing claims, that means people who remain unemployed, getting uh, benefits for being unemployed was still elevated over 1.8 million. So that is considered softening in the labor market, which is what the Fed wants to try and bring down uh, their fight against wage inflation, which uh, wage growth is slowing and jobless claims are rising. And the jobs report last Friday showed a revision of more, um, you know, jobs being pulled back from prior numbers. So um, we're in this, this weird in between zone, right? Like, you know, the 10 year treasury is a great barometer of where the bond traders think things are going. And it keeps touching at this very hard resistance level to break through. The yield has come down to like 340, 338 on the 10 year. That's a very tough nut to crack. If you crack through it, it'll be because uh, something is pushing us closer to recession. That something could be the debt ceiling debate which Janet Yellen every day, this, uh, the Treasury Secretary, former uh, chairperson, chairwoman of the Fed, is telling us it would be catastrophic for the U.S. to, quote, default on their debt or not make good on our debt because we didn't raise our debt ceiling. And the problem with that is if there's an automatic cut or there's a lingering debate about um, where the debt ceiling needs to be, that's the amount of debt we can issue to spend on bills and all the stuff you've seen out there, um, you know, it th that cut 
would exacerbate a slowing of the economy because there'd be less government spending. That's called fiscal drag. When there's less government spending, which we've noticed, that is less money being pumped by the government into the economy. And that does have a negative effect that pushes us closer to a recession. So could this debt ceiling debate this month, coupled with, you know, a pretty high price to earnings ratio on all the companies that have reported Q1 earnings in the stock market, uh, and that market kind of running out of steam with the, uh, the few accounts that we've had, um, you know, will that push us over the edge and will that get us to recession? Will that get us closer to recession? So that is what the debate is about, and that might be the one thing to take us to that next level. So we're going to find out. Um, don't forget, selling may go away. Um, it's been a thing for a long time. You know, um, If the market starts selling off, you start seeing the seven to nine stocks that are really carrying this market, You know, uh, Meta, Facebook, Apple, Alphabet, Amazon, uh, Netflix, NVIDIA, all that stuff. If they start selling off, then you know we, we may see the market come around and go back to recession watch. Don't forget, we got some more inflation data coming out, and uh, we also have uh, June 14th Fed meeting. So that's what's going on. All right, Paul, I'm gonna I'm gonna bomb Paul, our CEO and founder. He's gonna hate this. It's gonna be a weird look. I promise you. Watch this. Um, here you go. Here we go. He's ready to say goodbye. He's a ghost on social media, but he's our fearless leader. Stud. All right. Cheers. You've been listening to KP Talks Dollars and Cents, a top-rated show for those who want to learn about the economy and mortgage environment. Tune in each week for more episodes, and please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Kevin Perenio does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through KP Talks Dollars and Cents. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice. For more info, follow KP Talks Dollars and Cents on all of our social channels.